0: took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a
1: lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm I'm, I'm on the floor I'm rolling around. It's pretty cool. More than important I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. (laughs)
0: DDP Yoga can work for anyone.
2: DDP. DDP DDP Radio. Well, well, well. Hello, my fellow DDPY warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. It is where, where I currently reside at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And as I pulled into the building today... I went and opened the door. I turned on all the lights. I got into the exclusive VIP elevator that shoots me all the way to the moon. And I popped in that elevator. I climbed up to the top floor, one by one by one, the 165th floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex. I get off on the VIP level, the exclusive executive penthouse suite, and I take the secret pole all the way to the top roof of the topest part of the topest building in all of North Carolina, and I climb on top of that radio tower. One by one, rung by rung, and I look out up into the great white north, and I look for a sign from the sky. Suddenly a maple leaf flashes in the clouds, and I know my co-host is ready to roll. So I shoot over a signal from the top of the radio tower. It explodes into the mountain on top of the mountain on top of Mount Ontario and blasts all the way into cyberspace where we currently broadcast live. My
0: partner in crime, Crystal Stewart, how are you? <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. These are getting more and more ridiculous. It's crazy. Oh. Uh, I'm well, really the worst good. The worst thing
2: you could ever say to me is you can't get any more ridiculous. <laughs> so, I promise you,
0: <laughs> I can and I will. Well, uh, I have good news for you, Mike. Oh, Canada's in the house tonight. So, you're oh, outnumbered. Yes.
2: So, I yeah. know. I know we are we are broadcasting uh, worldwide through uh, through uh, DDP Radio, and it's always fun when it's an international affair. And I know typically we have more residents here in, in the in the U.S. So whenever you get the uh, tilt to your advantage and, and you you can team up on me, I know that you get great pleasure out of that. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: <laughs> well, we have an awesome <laughs> guest scheduled. We're going to bring him on in just a second. Uh real quick, I just wanted to give a little bit of love to uh to DDP who uh has an awesome uh new Netflix show coming out and I've been talking to him about this for years. It was originally scheduled to be something else. It kind of, you know, evolved into this project and I'm so excited to see the light of day. I know how excited he was uh, about this uh this show. Uh eventually originally it was supposed to be a movie, but uh it's now a show and I've, I've heard amazing things. It's a really cool a uh, unique concept, uh, live action animation, and DDP is very heavily uh, prominent in in the in the show. So, if you guys have Netflix, I promise you want to go over there to Netflix and uh, and watch it because uh, it's good stuff. And uh, I just want to say real quick, my wife is uh, is technically 99 years old and is obsessed with uh, <laughs> is obsessed with Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. She sits here on the couches <laughs> and knits and watches Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. And uh, the only thing that mattered to her that, that DDP's ever done is the fact that he's in the show with Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. So she's thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: but, no, that, that, that looks hurts. like it's
2: going to be pretty, pretty cool. So, all right, Crystal, uh, any thoughts on the show? Have you checked it out yet? Are you going
0: to check it out? Um, I have seen the first episode. So, I, you know what? I'm really excited to see where it goes. It looks really good and really well done and put together. I'm really excited for it, and I'm really excited for him. So, congratulations, DDP.
2: Oh, I wasn't talking about that show. I was talking about uh, Mike Mullins' uh, Medicine Woman. I didn't know if you saw that one. Oh. Michael. I, it's my new, my new show I'm doing. It's called Michael Mullins' Medicine um.
0: Woman. I hope you look good in a skirt.
2: <laughs> well, I do. Very so. <laughs> all know. right. Well, we very rarely do we go off the rails this early, so this should be a very fun episode, very right? special episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Crystal, I know you've been working yeah. really hard through your hospital stays and all this stuff you've been going through. Oh. You've been maintaining an amazing schedule. You've been you've been you've, you've outdone yourself. You know, with all the stuff you've had going on, you're bringing us quality guest after quality guest. And every week we're sharing these amazing stories, and I know you've worked very hard to pull this schedule into place. And now you're already booking uh, into June 2044, which uh, is, is, <laughs> I know you're, you're on top of the ball. Um, I mean, you have more faith that I'll live, long, live to the end of that I do, but uh, <laughs> um, I want you to bring on our guest because I know you've had a, a, a great uh, time booking this and, and talking to our guest, so I'm going to let you uh, do the intro.
0: So I'm really excited for this week. So <laughs> simply because, you know, there's another Canadian and we all stick together. So, you know, it's very, you know, exciting for me because we get to gang up on Mike. So that's perfect. But this week's guest um, has a really amazing story. And I mean, it. It just goes to prove, I mean, the running theme through everyone that we talk to is perseverance. And Olivier Waugh is another one that just, oh, holy cow. He is part of the Canadian military and wow, he just has so many irons in the fire, but you know he found gdp when he needed it and his results i will let him tell you all about but he's done really really well and i really can't wait for you to hear his story so please welcome to the show um my new friend and fellow canadian <laughs> um olivier Wah.
1: hello or hello. Hello. Bonjour. shut
2: Bonjour,
1: yeah, if you haven't figured out, French is my first language. Yes. So, yeah. So, hi.
2: Hey. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. Oh, it's I, great I, to have you. I got to tell you, I, you know, I've been, you know, several places throughout the world and stuff. And I'm always impressed by people who can speak multiple languages. Because here in the U.S., we're all idiots and we can barely speak our own <laughs> language. But I go throughout the world and I and I hear such fluent, you know, English and in you know a second language it's 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 impressive to me and I can't wrap my head around it cuz I did like 3 years of Spanish and I still can't say hello so in high school but I'm always impressed by people who can who are bilingual that's pretty impressive
1: uh, I knew I know a little bit of word Spanish I did take it in high school too but yeah you know. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah
2: well you know, we appreciate uh, you coming on here tonight, and, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you. And you know, we usually get to know each other on the air. We don't have a plan when we go forward here, but we always mm-hmm. start the show with one question to kick off the conversation. You know, every person, yep. every warrior, every hero, every person needs an origin story. Uh, what is it that got you to take the initial leap into DDPY and and take those first steps into you know uh, taking on this lifestyle change? Uh, you know, what brought you to here? What got you to the point where you were like i need to try something and and took a ddpy a
1: well um as chris will say i am i'm part of canadian armed forces um i actually it's this year is 10 years that i en- enrolled so this is my 10 year anniversary and so it's yeah enrolled in january 2012 which We are now looking, looking back at it. Um, So I, when I started, um, you know, I was just doing basic. I, sorry, I'm babbling. Um, I start, I got injured in basic
0: training.
2: Hello? Yeah, uh, what what, what, yes, what, kind of, what kind of injury did you What kind of injury did you sustain? I hurt,
1: I hurt my back. Uh, what I was doing, we we're doing the uh, obstacle course at uh, at the base there, and uh, all military in Canada, and well, until COVID, we were all doing it at uh, Saint Jean sur Richelieu in Quebec, which was not that far, like about an hour away from Montreal. Mhm. And there's, not, there's an obstacle course there, and one of the obstacles was the one uh, – it's a tightrope one. You have to crawl on a tightrope, which is about raised 15 feet high. There's a net underneath, so if you do lose your grip, you, do, you, you would fall in the, in the net. What happened, though, is I was right at the end of the course, and I was swinging myself on the railing out, on the outside, and I slipped and fell.
0: Oh twelve
1: about twelve feet actually, and the thing is, I was in my full full gear, like so I had tag vest and helmet, everything, and my rifle slinged on my back, so I fell back first oh. like uh, so I fell so yeah like the, obviously the adrenaline I didn't feel it. <laughs> until like a few hours later at, at the end of the day it was like oh this doesn't feel good
0: yeah no kidding and this is and nothing was broken
1: this nothing before, was broken but it was
0: hmm? sorry this is before CFB Edmonton
1: obviously you know when military like we all start at basic training yep And so, yeah, so I I got pulled out of my original platoon, the the platoon I was in, after all, because I wasn't getting better. Like, my back was still getting – was still pretty bad. And so I – they actually have an injured platoon. So basically a – what was it called? I think it was Adapted Warrior Training. That's what, it, that's what oh. it was called at the time. It was basically a rehab platoon. So you stayed on, you, you basically spent, you were rehabbing your injuries until you were fit enough to go and go back into a, a new platoon and continue your basic training. So sure. instead of spending, at the time the training was 12 weeks, I spent six months. Total in basic. Wow. Because I spent three months, you know, healing the back, and then from there I went to
0: board in Ontario. That's which is oh, where CFC board is I'm, not right. It's hmm? a hop, skip, and a jump away from me. Yeah, well, that's one of the major training bases.
1: A lot of train schools are there, located there. So that's where you—that's where I learned my first trade, which was vehicle technician, which is which is a, basically a mechanic. So I was made and <laughs> spent eleven months there. No, thirteen. Actually, thirteen months. Wow, thirteen months, and then to Edmonton. That was in two thousand thirteen. The thing is, well, but my back kept. The, the flare-ups. There was there was back there was flare-ups on my, for like that came in especially when I strained, like did overwork. like if I did a little bit of heavy physical lifting or physical, it was I put some strain on my back and some there was days I was just out for a day or two. That kept coming. One of the worst times is uh, I was. Doing another training, and we had to dig trenches. We had oh. to dig a two-man trench, and it had to be deep enough to cut like, jeez, like deep enough so we could just like peek over it, basically. So, yeah, my back was wrecked after that one, after digging that trench.
2: Wow, well, you I know, car- um. After- Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry about that I, I just want to say, I, I apologize My call got dropped uh, a second ago I, I, I uh, Sorry, I disappeared there for a second I got booted off But I, I, I'm back and I've heard oh. you for the past couple minutes And I just wanted to say oh. You know, when you're in the military And, you know, you have um, You know, all that gear you have to wear People don't realize all that heavy gear And all the lifting That's a bad place to have a back oh. injury it, it, I mean, I can't imagine yeah. how you how you got up every day
1: Oh, there are some days that were harder than others. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> like, there was that, it was the, that course I was in when I had to dig that trench is, it's a, there's a, there's a course right after basic that's the, it used to be called soldier qualification. It was just like a four week, like intensive, like trained to be an uh, additional training. And yeah, part of it was we had to do reconnaissance and do the little trench systems. And yeah, I nearly got pulled out of that course because my back was so bad, but I managed to stick it out and graduated. And yeah, there was some days where it was really bad. Uh, like, but I found true. And obviously being in the military, we do PT almost on a regular basis and part of me is always trying to for, to try new workouts i'm always curious i'm always willing to try some a new workout which i think has got comes from my dad because he's a gym teacher well former gym teacher he's actually born the same year as ddp he was born in july hmm. ddp is born in august and no august april sorry my dad is always curious and willing to try new workouts. Every time I go there, visit home, he's like, Oh, I found this new workout. Like he was doing TRX training, like the the TRX training before it was actually a thing. So I think I got my interest to do new workouts from him. And and one day I think I was I started listening to the podcast, uh, the Chris Jericho's podcast Jericho. And he kept Mm -hmm. talking every every episode. There's always he was always devoting some time to DDPY. I was like, "Why not try it?" That was in 2019. That was that was February. So I it's just three years since I started DDPY. And at the beginning,
2: I was yeah. I was gonna say, were you a wrestling fan to begin with? Were you aware of oh, who GDP was?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I've been watching.
2: A family friend introduced me and my older
1: brother to to wrestling when we were like, I was like five or six. Years Montreal
2: old. has a great wrestling scene too. The the Rougeaux's up there in, in Montreal. Yeah. At the time, it wasn't. It was like this is
1: like late nineties, eighty, late eighties. So. The Montreal scene had kind of dwindled about that by that point. And I am not from Quebec. I'm from New Brunswick. New Brunswick. <laughs> I – yeah. Because I speak – just because I speak French doesn't mean I'm from Quebec. That's, a lot of people assume that. No, I apologize. New Brunswick is – oh, that's all right. It's – because there is a French community in – French-speaking community in New Brunswick. That's where I'm from. I'm from a small town right on the seashore.
2: So, but, you know, you, you started watching uh, DDP in the 1980s – or wrestling in the 1980s. You grew up with it, and you listened to the, oh, the Jericho podcast. And, in it, it, you know, I, I would go as far to say that probably a military lifestyle is a little bit similar to the wrestler – it's a physical, demanding job. You're on the yep. road. You're, you're, you're going from town to town, different stations. You're not home as much. You know, you put a wear and tear on your body. And you heard DDP talking about it all these years. And and I, 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 for some reason, a lot of people, myself included, are willing to try something from somebody that's familiar. And if I hear Chris Jericho, who I've watched, or DDP or whatever, you know, you're more open to hearing some of these things. So Jericho's pitching the program. He's, he's talking about how much it's done for him. And you finally decided to take a, you know, uh, to, to try it out, you know, for your back issues. Yeah. And when you first got the program, did you start it right away, or is it something you worked your way into? Uh, it was. I did
1: work my way into it because I, well, I signed up, did the year pro. Year, I did sign up for the year long subscription. And but, and then I signed up for beginner because. Being in the military, I was already, you know, I was already pretty good, like, phys- you know, for physical conditioning. So, I just thought, why not start with beginner? thing is, I didn't take it seriously in the beginning. Like, the first beginner program that I did, like, first 13 weeks, I probably missed, like, I did like, half the workout scheduled. Like, I just forgot about, forgot about it. Until like at the end of the program, they're like it's I got the you know like you failed message do better message at the end of the the thirteen week program so <laughs> like yeah, okay, I think I need to take this a little bit more seriously, <laughs> <laughs> and I had just done my because we have to do physicals like uh until your age until you're the age of forty you have to do a physical every five years. After 40, it's every two years. So I was due for my physical in 2019. so I went there, I went did my physical and I was about 240. I'm not that tall, I'm like five foot four, 240 pounds. So I thought, take this a bit more seriously. I did. I basically, then I, I really followed, I started following the schedule. So I re-did another beginner, then moved to intermediate. I think I did intermediate twice. Then did advanced. And then I, I found 100-day challenges that they were offered. Yeah. And probably since August 2020, 2020, I've been doing DDP every day, at least one workout every day. Right now, in my schedule, because right now in my schedule, i do three DDPY workouts a day every and every morning i do when i wake up i do the workout the wake up workout then i do a wow. red hot core i at least i do a red hot core either in the morning or in the afternoon and then I do a longer workout which about thirty two 30-plus minutes.
0: That's amazing. So, uh, you know,
2: yeah, are I, you somebody, oh, you know, you talked about how it clicked for you when uh, you started doing the challenges. Are you somebody who's especially motivated by the challenges or something like, you know, the competition of it? You know, not competition, but you know how some people have oh. that competitive streak that, you know, it really comes out, you know, is that something that clicked for you with the challenges more so than you thought you could have done on your own? Oh, definitely. I mean, you
1: should see. I don't know if you've seen. You should see on Facebook. I'm like, somebody's like, "Hey, let's do it. Let's do a challenge." I'm in. Oh, how about <laughs> this? I'm in. Like <laughs> okay. this month, mm-hmm. this month alone, I'm doing nitras, uh, <laughs> nitras, uh, hundred exploding knees. Also, she she decided to do a uh, mountain climber one for March. Guess what I'm doing. <laughs> And then there's <laughs> the Red Hot Core, that yeah, the Red Hot Core. And then uh, I think it was Sarah, Sarah Smith, in on the Positively Unstoppable Challenge, the mini challenge of 31 crunches for 31 days. I'm doing it. I've been doing all the. I've yeah, I just finished the fifth, my 500 day challenge too. And I'm on. I'm in one of those uh, monthly workouts. Monthly. Like when they, they they put a schedule for a month, and I try to follow as best as I can the the monthly the monthly schedule. So I find that really motivating, and I, yeah, so I'm a sucker for a challenge.
0: Has this rubbed off on your fellow coworkers? I guess,
1: or you know, not buddy? Not, not yet. Not yet. I have talked to one of the guys who was like, I was talking about my program. He's like, oh, GDP, and did the diamond cutter sign. <laughs> <It's>
0: like, oh,
1: <laughs> you you're a fan. So I'm trying to get him into, in, in, interested. I have, I, I have the book. I'm trying to lend it to him. So I actually know another guy who's actually at in, in Edmonton who's starting doing GDPY, but he's in a different unit than my, than me. Right. We haven't we haven't interacted that much yet. I'm trying, but it would be nice to actually meet. Us. I I haven't had the chance to meet a lot of other DDPY. Well, I call them DDPY enthusiasts because I know there's a few in in, our, in Edmonton, but because COVID and all that, we haven't had the chance to really meet. I met sure. one person, and it was in Calgary. It was uh, Dan Hill. Oh yeah, I met. Yeah, uh, that he's the only person I met. He's the only one I met in person. I've done a few like video conferencing talking and did a few live workouts, but yeah, I haven't had the chance to meet. And especially right now with COVID, we have our schedule is different because we're trying to minimize how many people's in the office. Yeah, yeah. So, not everybody in the, is is in the office at the same time. Like I'm right now working on a part time schedule. I'm half of my half the week I'm working from home, and the other week, and the other days I'm working. I'm at the office. So, and we're working on an alternate schedule.
2: So, you know, you're 10 years into your, you know, military career and, you know, obviously yeah. you, you hurt your back a while ago and you started doing GDPY a few years ago. How has that affected, you know, from a physical standpoint, not just the pain you're in, but the job that you have to do on a daily basis? Oh, it helped immensely. Um, well, I said, I did just, I used to be a
1: vehicle technician, but I didn't have, have to switch trains. That's And I'm now more, uh, I'm more doing a desk job. It's a human resource administrator, but it honestly, the back pain has reduced considerably since I've like all of a sudden I like, it didn't happen like instantly, but after a while I was like, I would have, some of these, some of the stuff I've been doing probably would have hurt my back. It's not anymore. Or now as not to the degree that it used to like, Oh, this is, this is a, because when we, when we do rug marches, the so rug marches, you have the big backpack, like the big rucksack. And right before COVID hit. And so it probably was in February in 2020. We have uh, the old unit I was, I was, uh, I used to be with uh, combat engineers before that, before where I am right now. Um, they, call, they called in a a recall, a uh, unit-wide recall, which is basically they call us and we have to be back at the unit just as a practice. You have to be, you know, like, oh, you have to be, you have to come back ASAP, grab your kit. You have to be here ASAP, as soon as possible, drop everything, go to the unit. So, So we went back to the unit, and they're like, okay, grab your ruck. We're going for a walk. So I did an eight-kilometer ruck march. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did an eight-kilometer ruck march, and we were divided into our little different squadrons. And at least three times during that march, it was like, okay, squadron such-and-such in the back, run up run to the top of the column. I think we did that at least three times. My back felt oh, wow. good. My back was great. My back was good afterwards. Like, I didn't feel it wow. the next day. I, I was good. And I, yeah, I didn't. And eight kilometers is not the wor- the worst we do in basic. Uh, the, like, the, we used to do 13Ks. 13 kilometer rug marches, which minimum 35. I think it was uh, 35 kilograms or 35 pounds, which is quite a difference. But it's a heavy, you do have a heavy ruck and you have
2: to in march.
0: Wow, that's I mean that's a pretty,
2: that's a that's a pretty hefty you know load, you know especially if you're if you're you know if you're dealing with a back injury because the back injury people don't realize like. My brother's got, he just had surgery a couple of days ago and the back is so centric to everything you do that it almost means mm-hmm. there's 0% chance you can, it won't affect you or you can find anything that it won't, you know, at least hinder a little bit. And for I mean, to get that pressure off and to get feeling better, it must have been almost like taking a breath for the first time. You know, it, it can be so debilitating and, you know, having that kind of feel normal again, that's, that's gotta be pretty incredible for you. Oh, it felt great. It felt
1: great when I noticed that my back is not hurting as much as it used to. It felt great. Did you think it would work? uh, Um, I I wouldn't say I was skeptic, but, you know, hearing all the testimony, I was like, it seems like a great workout. It seemed great. Because 'cause I've done yoga before i had done I had done other f- types of yoga before the d p y so I wouldn't say i i was expecting i knew what I was expecting, but like i I did come in when it was not completely foreign to me.
0: Mhm that's amazing and you
2: know. You you, you transitioned to a bit of a you know a, a, I don't know if you call it a desk job but you know your human resources mm-hmm. stuff um, sometimes that can be worse for your back than you know just oh. being up all the day because sitting can just tighten yeah. you up so badly too that I'm sure having something like DDPY to kind of yeah. keep you loose and
1: oh yeah no I love it because it's also depending on the the some sometimes being human resources busiest is gets busy and there was some times where like PT was not an option. Like there's normal day for military what military is I know pre COVID our my the routine was like seven thirty you had to be at the gym, do PT for another for about an hour. Then at nine thirty you would have to be at the unit working. And then until like around four o'clock in the afternoon. That was like a normal day if you didn't have any other, if you didn't have anything else. But there are some times where it was, we were so busy at at, at the, what we call the orderly room where I used to work, that it was like, yeah, you had work 7.30, no PT. Come straight to work. So having DDP helped, DDPY helped because there are sometimes when you didn't have time to do PT, you could do it either before going to work or after going to work. So it kept, keeps me keeps me active.
0: How long, Olivier, are the PT sessions that you're required to do? Uh, usually, they give you two hours, so it's
1: like from 7:30 yeah. to thirty. So but usually like at the gym it's like not like yeah like 9 8:30 you're done so you can take time to go shower and get report report for work. Right. That's the normal. Yeah. That was what it used to be and <laughs> before <laughs> COVID. Yeah.
2: Yeah, COVID changed so- a lot.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure. And, you know, you, you're, you said you're doing up to three or around three workouts every day. Um, You know, yeah. what made you kind of want to just, you know, really kind of just you know, go for it? Because a lot of people will pick one one every other day, but you're really, you know, motivated to, you know, keep up. Was it something you started from the beginning? Or is it something that you just got motivated by how good you were feeling? And like, you know, I'm going to try to do, uh, you know, a nose to the grindstone here uh I actually restart got started around the
1: um the positive and softball world challenge cuz I was I used to just do at least just one or I for a while there I was just doing wake up then the long workout, then the longer workout. but then positive and softball world challenge started and I thought I'm trying to push a little bit more. Try and challenge myself a little bit more.
2: Well, we we had Pat McDermott on here uh, last last week, yeah. and he was talking about the uh, the positively unstoppable challenge, and how so many people have used it as either a springboard or a springboard back to DDPY. What did that challenge and the community of that challenge mean to you? And if somebody was on the fence, thinking like, "Well, maybe I'll get involved," what would you say to them regarding? uh the how worthwhile it was for you in really just keeping you on point oh
1: it is definitely worthwhile i mean i would not hesitate i did the the 2021 as well i did participate in the twenty twenty one, and i just loved it because i don't i don't i've lost can't have any friends i've made during during that challenge and now I'm making it, I'm still making more friends with this one. And honestly, if anybody's hesitating, don't, just do it. It is so worthwhile.
2: How, how much has the community meant to your success?
1: A lot. I just love, I just love interacting with other, what other people who, who loves and enjoy the same, the workout like DDPY and also you know i do love to encourage everybody so i don't know if you know if you like i'm very active in the in the facebook pages like so and i do try to encourage and support everybody
2: well you know you you've come this far and you've been here for for a few years now and that's, that's a great hurdle cuz you there's some people who, you know, stick around, have a little bit of success, but life gets crazy. And, you know, you've been here long enough where you've really been able to cement it as a habit and and as a part of your life and, and the needed part of your life. Now, going forward, is is there anything that you're motivated to try, whether it be a, a move, whether it be a certification, or is there anything you wish to achieve through DDPY that you're, you'd like to like? As a, as a stretch goal, you know, something you'd like to work to? You know, what's next? There's always some place to go. Where, what's your goals mm-hmm. going forward? Well, uh, there's a few moves that I have, I have a little
1: bit of difficulty getting because, like I said, I'm four and I have short, short arms. So, doing the wrap and burn is quite a challenge sometimes. And also, uh, i tried the black fur workout for, for the first time uh on monday
0: hmm. and
1: i did manage to do so do it but i want to improve the black my um, black crow that's definitely one thing i want to improve on is just trying to get some of the moves a little bit better you know get improve on some of the moves because i've been doing it for a while and i'm not the most flexible person in the world so do we need to work on that
0: Black crow's a a tough move um, to get down i It's the one thing that I struggle even to this day with I mean i well, I'm not doing anything now because I had abdominal surgery, but yeah, it's a tough move, so I give you all the credit in the world and all the encouragement to keep trying because you know I know how hard it is
2: yeah. Uh, If you get a chance, um, years ago, um, I used to put up all my DDPY uh, stuff on Facebook, I mean on YouTube, before I stepped away from social media as much as I can. Um, But Mm -hmm. of all the videos I did, the most one that got the most hits was the one I did about Big Guy Black Crow. And it was, you know, at the time, I I was almost 300 pounds, and I got up into Black Crow. And I have a little bit of technique that I've gotten a lot of people that still just hit me up today. You know, that was about 10 years ago I put that up there, but even today I still get a lot of hits on it, and it's a really great, uh, you know, tool to kind of get up into Black Crow in a, in a way that's different than DDPY does it. I mean, the DDP does it, but also uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people uh, have success for it. So I'll send that to Crystal, and maybe she can put it up on the DDPY, uh, DDP radio sure. page, because I've talked about that a few times lately, and I've had a lot of people that still reach out to me for that, and I think that might be helpful in trying to get you up there. Ooh,
1: I might be interested in that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's you know, definitely.
2: Well uh so uh the, we got the the Positively Unstoppable Challenge. You're one of the people who are involved this year again and I've I've heard such amazing things and amazing community about that and, and the group of people who are just there rooting for each other. There's so many people there just to root for each other which is uh <laughs> crazy. And and talking to you and, and understanding how much you love a challenge, uh this seems like a perfect mm-hmm. uh thing for you to kind of just bury yourself into and really just, you know, sink your yeah. teeth in. Um, at the end of this challenge, any, where would you like to see yourself? Like, what would you like to see yourself having, you know, having accomplished, having grown? Uh, was it weight loss? Is it flexibility? Is it strength? Is it attitude? You know, what is your most ideal outcome for the end of the cycle challenge? You know, obviously first place is, <laughs> is where it's at, but where, what do you hope to gain mm-hmm. from this as a person, both physically and mentally?
1: Well, for me, my goal is basically stay in shape, to be a better physical conditioning. So I want to be in better physical conditioning than I, am, than I am now. Because I still have, I'm on the 25-year contract in the military. I still have 15 years left. So I now want to be in, I still want to be good for, all, for the remaining 15 years of this contract. I want to be able to, and I want to be able to ace all the physical because we do also like, well, you said because of COVID we couldn't redo much, but we have our annual physical tests. We have to do a fitness test every year. I don't. I want to crush it. My goal is to crush that 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 force test, that physical. And yeah, I just. I just don't want to be just sitting on my butt doing nothing. I want to improve myself physically.
0: You know, I think it's amazing because, you know, you have wellness as it has to be a priority for you because of your job. So that's an Mm -hmm. added advantage or, you know, in some cases it might be a pressure, but in this case, it's an advantage. It gives you a great opportunity to work out and see how far the workouts can actually take you. And I think that's Mm -hmm. an amazing thing. So uh,
2: since you've been doing, you know, the 25 year contract, that's a, that's a long time. Uh, That's pretty, like, it's a pretty good chunk of time. And, you know, when you said 10 years, I was like, Whoa, that's, that's a long time you know i i my brother-in-law's in the has been in the in the us uh, marines for for you know 12 years and he just ready to retire and, and you know he felt, he's considered an old veteran but like um 25 years is is a good amount good a good chunk of time to like sign away for so you know you're forced to kind of keep yourself in that kind of shape too cuz also your livelihood depends yeah. on it so that's an added motivation yeah. um and i think gdpy is such a great tool because of the, the, the low impact the low jo- you know, the joints and, and the fact that we have people doing mm-hmm. this all the way up to seventy five eighty and eighty five years old for god 's sake so it 's such a great tool for someone in your position. Do you see people that you know in the military that you know you think that maybe you could turn them on to? I know you, you said you've talked to people, but I think as time goes on it 's such a good tool for someone in that field uh, and, and helpful for people that need to be long term uh, you know, in shape, without having to blow their kneecaps or joints and stuff. I think that could be a great asset mm-hmm. to the whole, you know, community of military people. Oh uh, yeah,
1: well, I would love to. I mean, I would love to try and get more people. And I think uh, the other guy, the other military guy, who is also is also trying to push his coworkers. Because right now, I'm in a small unit. We're basically, we're basically only like 24 in my unit. <laughs> So it's a very small one. But the thing is, my, when my job, I can move everywhere, and anywhere in Canada. It's a trade, human resource. They need it in every unit. They need it everywhere. So I could potentially move somewhere else and just try to encourage people to try this program. I would definitely love to. And, you know, we're talking about the gym and all that so funny because obviously because COVID everything closed and I was still doing my DDPY and I had one of my coworkers am like, damn it, I just want the gym to be open. I'm like, and I, here I am just like, I'm so managed to do a workout at home every day. Hmm. <laughs> but I mean, for me it was great doing, like, I even if I didn't have the gym, I had still had my mats at home and I was able to do my workout, no issues.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think one of the greatest parts of the program is you always bring yourself with you. So it's not like you need, you know, additional equipment or weights or resistance bars or whatever the case may be. You have yourself and a mat. That's all you need and the space to stretch out. So it's perfect, especially for someone like you who's constantly on the move or, you know, yes. constantly moving to different locations. I, I would assume that it's very ideal. Yeah, it
1: is. I mean, yeah, all we need is a mat, and mm-hmm. like I have my phone, I have my mats, I'm good. Like I can do a, wor- a full workout, like with that. Obviously, I haven't been to a gym. I haven't been inside the gym since since March twenty twenty. It's something almost two years since I've actually set foot in the gym,
2: <laughs> and I don't miss it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have, I've I've been out of the gym for years, and I'm in the best shape of my life. How many people I usually say that? <laughs> yeah, like I don't
1: miss it at all. Because uh, after a while, maybe um, after a while, just lifting weights hitting the, like the treadmill uh, I need something else I need some like part of, it's like when I was saying, saying in the beginning when my dad always trying like me and my dad just trying always trying to figure out a new workout like we was like after a while just lifting the same same weights, same machines gets I don't know for me it got boring
0: monotonous
2: yep here, here's a question yeah. you know you know growing up with a with a dad who's a gym teacher and you know being in you know in the marines in the military you didn't really weight wasn't really a component in your change was it you know it was more physical not based on you know losing weight
1: no for me it's never it's not really about losing weight My
2: my myself personally
1: it's not it's not about losing weight it's just maintaining a level of physical conditioning, right, and well, my dad taught me a lot I mean he's still trying to teach me a lot some stuff like every time we talk he sometimes he gives gives me a few advices and trying to give me a few some advice in, on what to do because he's he's retired now 'cause he he's retired, but he also still
2: does a bit of personal training
1: on the side.
2: What, what does he think about this, you know, being somebody in that field, you know, who have had, you know, a lifetime of, you know, physical education? What does he think about it? Has he ever done a workout with you, or does he have any comments on, on the DDPY program?
1: No, I, I should try – I should introduce him a little bit better because he's back home in New Brunswick. And, but, you know, last time I talked – last time we, we actually took the fat bikes tour. I really enjoyed that because I never really done any mm. fat bike, and he just took me on trails, which is funny. Right, right in the woods, not far from home. Which now I realize, which I realize, this is all the trails he was doing as a kid. Now he's doing it as with fat bike, which was nice. It was <laughs> great. I, it was a, like we did it for almost, jeez, bicycle for about an hour or two, and it was great. But mm. I. I did talk to him about it, but it didn't seem because he's my dad's not, not a big wrestling person. It was our family friend who introduced <laughs> introduced me so my my dad never really loved wrestling, so me talking about like oh, this program's by a former wrestler, and he might not be that enthusiastic about it, but maybe if i should sh- maybe if I show some of the the pro the workout, he'll be a bit more interested.
0: I think it's amazing, yeah, too, that right Dallas gets people in the door, but I think it's the community and the results of the program of people who you know were overweight or they had really bad injuries or whatever the case may be, um just to see their success with the program that's kind of what sustains mm-hmm. everyone keep coming through the door. <sighs>
2: Well, you know, I think it would be a great thing to bring up with your dad, too, because, you know, as you get older, too, that flexibility is key, and I'm sure he knows that. But I totally get where you're coming from. Like, my dad wasn't really a big wrestling fan, and my wife isn't a big wrestling fan at all, even though I've kind of broken her a little bit and gotten her into some stuff. But, you know, back in the day when I used to bring up DDPY, to her it was just a wrestling thing. It was a wrestling thing until she met DDP and mm-hmm. we became, you know, friendly and, and all this stuff and now she loves him you know he likes her better than she like he likes me so <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's um it's it's something that I know that she she appreciates now and you know your dad is obviously very skilled when it comes to physical fitness and all this stuff for having that long of a career in personal training that I'm sure if you introduced it to him as a fitness program Rather than a wrestling thing, you know, as you get older, this program becomes such vital in keeping you young and fresh and spry and flexible. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's over a certain age, I think, would be beneficial uh, towards uh, doing something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I should say, my wife loves loves the loves what I'm the results I'm getting, and she's actually a few times going. She actually wanted sometimes. Good motivator because some, there's a few times I'm like ah, I don't feel like doing my workout, you know I probably should just, once they skip it. But I, there's a few times like shouldn't you be doing your workouts?
2: <laughs> <the>, that's special <laughs> when you have somebody when you have somebody who's looking out for you and, and and on your side. That's a huge component, you know. Unfortunately, I've met a lot of people in this program whose spouses aren't supportive, and it makes it so much more difficult. You're really lucky to have yeah. somebody who's Who's supportive like that, oh yeah, but she,
1: like I said, she sees the results it's that I'm getting, and she likes it she likes she likes what it's up. she likes it, and she's like, yeah, she is sometimes a very good reminder of, shouldn't you be doing your workout now
0: <laughs> she's great. that's awesome well <laughs> uh, if, if,
2: uh, if your wife if your wife demands it then uh, as as a as a fellow husband, I say. You might want to do it. It'll make your life a whole lot easier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I she's
2: supported, I... she supported me through everything, through a lot. I
1: mean, when I was, you know, I was talking about basic training, six the, during those six months, I couldn't both see her. She was in Winnipeg. We were living in Winnipeg. I, I enrolled in so from Winnipeg to Montreal, so it's a bit of a distance. And then when I went to Jordan, I was thirteen months there. So we were basically twenty months apart. And that's she's a, always a... been very supportive. She's always been supportive of me. She's all we've we've been through a lot. We, right after basic training we got married. We were we've known each other for since two thousand two thousand five. So we like we've been together since two thousand five and then we decided yeah, we got married right after basic training. You look at my profile picture on Facebook, that's one our wedding picture. Um, but yeah, no, she's been
2: supportive on in everything I've done she sounds like an amazing person, and uh, you know, thank her for us too, because we get to you know share your story here tonight, and there's a good chance it may not have been a biggest a biggest story if it wasn't her you know it all someone in your corner really just makes a whole lot of difference, especially in something like this when oh. you're trying to change and better your life, so give her uh our best and uh I, I can't believe we're almost out of time. Time kind of flew. Uh, I didn't even realize we were almost done here. So before we go, is there anything you want to plug? Anyone you want to give a shout out to on our way out? Uh, any Facebook page you're involved with or anything like that? Oh, well, yeah. Well, first, yeah. Positive
1: and the unstoppable challenges.
2: Definitely. I'm, like, if
1: you haven't done it yet, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Pat plugged it yet last week, but. And there's still, you have until the end of the month. Don't, don't wait. Last year, I waited until late, until the last minute. And I kind of regretted not joining earlier. Like when it started, because it was like, I was hesitating. I was one of those guys who was hesitating last year. And this year, when, as soon as it came out, I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm joining in January. I'm just, I'm starting, I'm starting Right at when it starts. Um, yeah, I'm part of several Facebook DDPY Facebook groups. Um, definitely the uh, Tiger Battalion, run by Scott French. Scott French. Right. Like, yeah, the Tiger well, Battalion is a great. We did we did a 90 day challenge during summer, which I got the T-shirt for that. Oh. I it was... <laughs> yeah. Well. That was, yeah. You... It was a great, and yeah, I just, I, there's too many people to name, but I mean, I just want to give a shout out to all my DDPY friends, I love you all, and thanks for all the support you're giving me, and you know, I will encourage you, all of you.
0: That's awesome. Well, we wish you the best
2: of luck, and, uh, you know, it would be a great thing to see you win, but if you don't, I I love the fact that you gained so much either way, because if you're in that group till the end, if you're working through that whole challenge, you're going to come out of it a better person, a stronger person. Yeah. Uh, there's so much you'll win through that, even if you don't place, and uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see where you go. I'd love to have you come back and talk to us again sometime, give us an update. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, I wish you the best, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here with us tonight, and uh, it was a pleasure. I would be more than happy to come back another time. Awesome. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Olivier Roy, is that how you pronounce it? Olivier Roy? Wah. Oh, wow. I know. Wah. Wow. Uh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, quick Sorry. Quick. Yeah.
1: I live in, uh, I'm in Alberta, obviously, so it's... French name, English, English province. So very often it's like, oh, can you spell that? R-O-Y. Oh, you mean Roy? Yes. Just, just for the clarity. <laughs> <30. I>, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: oh,
2: Every time. Um, uh, well, anyway. here in the States, we have like, we're very bad at that. We just assume everything is just, you know, Americanized. So we're, we're very selfish people over here. So we don't even, we, sometimes we don't even try to to do it right. But I'm, I'm terrible anyways at pronouncing these things. So I can barely pronounce my wife's name. You know, I've called her, uh, everything, but her name, you know, a few times, but right. <laughs> I, I get my mistresses and my wives all can be confused. It's, it's difficult, you know, mm-hmm. keeping track of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's given me, she's given me, uh, eyes right now that, you know, she might be head me in the next couple hours. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, we we appreciate it. Uh, make
1: a afterwards? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, well, we thank you for coming on with us, and we always like to wrap up every show with our very own Canadian Quote Master, Crystal Stewart, usually ties things in a pretty little bow with a perfect quote for the moment. So, Crystal, I'm going to hand this off to you. Thank you so much for everything sure. you do and pulling the schedule together and getting an awesome show here for us again tonight. You guys, you are unprecedented and unparalleled when it comes to your skills. Ah,
0: oh, Thank you. So tonight's quote is from Rumi. So raise your words, not your voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder.
1: Nice. I like it.
2: I like it. And uh, I'll I take that as a personal slight because I'm a whole lot of thunder and a very little rain, so I'm going to take that as a personal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, we thank you so much. DDP Radio Live, ddpradio.com. Radio dot com. Don't forget to check out the new DDPY, uh, our Diamond Dolls page uh, series on Netflix. It's called Guardians of Justice. she has been working on it for a long time. Uh, it's killer. Loved and uh... it. well, what'd you say? I already watched the. I already watched the whole thing. Oh, you did. Loved it.
1: Oh, Real good! Quick, what did you think? Oh, awesome show! I I couldn't, awesome. I couldn't I couldn't recommend enough. I recommend to everybody go
2: watch it. Awesome. awesome! Well, you heard it there first. I'm looking forward to checking it out, and I'm so happy for uh, for DDP to get this you know great uh, gig. I know he's been working on this for years now. You know, when I first heard about it, him going out to Los Angeles at first, it was supposed to be almost like a Batman thing. Um, but it just evolved, and he's been working on this for so, so long, and and I'm glad to see it, uh, see the light of day. So check that out. We'll see you guys next week. Olivier, thank you so much. Crystal, thank you so much. We'll see you guys soon. We'll be back next week, brand-new episode of DDP Radio Live, right here at ddpradio.com. Until then, remember to own it, keep your head up, keep moving forward. It's been a hell of a couple years, but we've gotten this far, so keep moving forward. We'll see you guys next week. Check today, man. That was a great workout,
0: Bye. man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter! I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly own your life. This has been a Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.